This is your girl Shanti keeping it 100. I'm super excited. Season two is finally here. Y'all gotta make sure y'all stay tuned because I'm gonna have so many people coming on dropping gems just like myself, um, giving testimonies about things that may have occurred in their life and how they overcame it. And to me, I love testimonies because you might encourage someone out there that may have been going through a struggle or maybe been going through something just like yourself. And maybe they didn't feel like that life was even worth living anymore. Maybe they didn't feel like they had any hope, but you never know who you may give hope to and who you may encourage. So that's what Shanti's Keeping It 100 is always about. It's always about healing, uplifting, making people want to change what they think about stuff and making people love themselves. Um, today I want to talk about an important topic and I feel like somebody might need to hear this, but listen, rejection is not always a bad thing. I don't know if you just heard what I said, but rejection is not always a bad thing. Sometimes when you get rejected, you might feel like this is the end of the world, but I'm here to tell you that a rejection can be a blessing. Um, I'm gonna give you an example. There has been things in my life when I got rejected at that time, I felt like, wow, sometimes you feel like it's the end of the world or you may feel like, you know, why would this person not come through for me or do something for me? And I've always had their back. You know, you may go into a business journey and don't want to do something by yourself and was hoping that maybe you had the support of others, but you had to maybe do it on your own. But see, God may want to reject those business plans that you thought was going to be good or God may want to reject you know, a house that you thought that you wanted to purchase because he's seen something bigger for you or he's seen some flaws and characteristics in that house. He's seen some flaws and characteristics in somebody that you thought about being a business partner with. And see, a lot of times we get so caught up into being rejected that we don't realize that being rejected can be a blessing. I don't know if y'all understand where I'm coming from today, but being rejected can be a blessing because God sees a bigger plan for you and he want to bless you with something better. You are his child. He loves you. And if he sees someone that does not mean you any well, he's going to want to help. That's what God is here for. So some, don't, don't be so hard on yourselves and get so upset when, thing, when you feel like something ain't working out. Because guess what? There's always a plan and there's always a will. If there's not a way, there's always a will. So I want somebody today to know that that rejection that happened one year or two years ago, that's okay. Because there is something better for you. You may you may want it to get married, but for whatever reason, you know, you never walked down that aisle. You may want it to, to open up a business, but that business didn't get opened up. But guess what? That doesn't mean that you still won't open up that business. I'm going to need people to stop worrying about other people's blessings and counting other people's blessings and looking and, and, and worrying about, you know, somebody else's um, situation that they got going on and and it may seem from the outside looking in that this person is life is, is so luxury and, you know, you know, you wish you could be just like that person. But no, be yourself. Be yourself. Don't ever want somebody else's life because you never know what that person's life may entail. I'm telling you right now, you never you never know. Just because everything look good don't mean it is good. And I know y'all know that because guess what? A person can look good on the outside, but their insides can be ugly. I mean, think about it. You see this beautiful young lady and you just like, wow, you mesmerized by her, by her smile. But then you get to know her for a couple of months and it's like, wow, you're beautiful, but your insides ain't right because you don't talk to nobody with respect. You talk down on everybody. You think that you better than everybody. Is that the type of person that you want in your, in your spirit or in your circle or in your life around your children? I think not. You know, so, I mean, sometimes, like I said, everything that look good isn't good. Rejection can be a blessing if you listen. 
and you stand, you, you got to, sometimes you got to really listen and just wait. Sometimes we get impatient and we just want stuff to happen right away. And you just want it when you want it. So you just, you know, you keep on forcing something. I'm a firm believer and I'm not going to force anything that is not meant for me. I'm not going to force it. If somebody don't want to be my friend, okay, that's fine. You don't have to be my friend. If somebody don't want to be married to me anymore, guess what? You don't have to be married to me anymore. I don't understand why people feel the need to think that they have to hold on to people that no longer want them. If, if I'm no longer interesting to you, if you don't look at me as a blessing, I don't know what lesson you're going to need to learn because the only lesson I'm, I think you might need to learn is, is not having me in your life no more because I, I know what I can bring to the table. So I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and feel bad about a person not wanting to be a part of my life when I know who I am and what I can, you know, basically bless a person with you understand what i'm saying sometimes we get so caught up and be wanting a person to be on our life so bad and we can tell this person don't want to be involved with us no more they're they're showing you all the signs you know they're not and, and, if, it, and if it's a friend i can give you an example you talk to this friend all the time and you know and and you know and you you really love this friend y'all been knowing each other since y'all was you know in diapers together and one day you started realizing that your friend stopped calling you or you know and and when you text them they never responded and <clears throat> a lot of times I'm a firm believer in I don't feel like people should have to be there for you 24/7 all the time talk to you every day all day no we all are grown and you know people have lives people got to work people got to do stuff but if you know that you used to talk to someone on a regular and y'all had an amazing relationship and something in your life is troubling you or something in your life is going on, if that person is important to you, I feel like it's the, it's the common courtesy just to send a text message and saying, you know, I know you haven't heard from me in a while, but I've been going through a lot. I know I haven't returned your phone calls, but I have a lot on my shoulder right now. And, and you know, it's not something that I'm ready to talk to you about, but when I'm ready, I will talk to you. You know, you know, but right now I'm going through my stuff by myself and I don't want to be a burden to no one else. I don't want to put my problems off on somebody. See, the problem is, is that a lot of people lose out on good friends and, and, and good relationships because of lack of communication. See, you're so busy, caught up in your problem and you're not realizing that you're neglecting people that really care about you and love you. Do you hear what I'm telling you today? It's not that you it's not you not calling and not, you know, and, and being unavailable. That was the problem. The problem was that you felt the need to communicate that you were going through a situation. And that's even in a marriage. You can't come home and have a bad day at work and go into the room and slam the door and act as if your wife and your children don't matter. See, nobody wants to say, hey, I'm ha I had a bad day, babe, just to give you a heads up. And I just need a moment to myself. I just want to go in a room and just relax and, you know, just take a moment to myself. Like the thing is, these things need to be communicated because you come in the house, you slamming doors, you upset, you angry. And, and you know, that's and, and maybe, you know, your wife or your son is not expecting that. So they see these behaviors and they feel like, dang, what do we do? Is are we the problem? Do do, um you know, do do dad does not does dad not want to be here? Does he not like his life? Do you want your children to feel that way? Do you want your wife to feel that way? Nobody should feel like a person doesn't want to be home. That's the worst feeling ever to feel like when, when somebody come home, they so aggravated. Or for the men, if you're so, if you want to be, if you, if you hate coming home so much to the point where you rather be at your job all the time, then that's a problem. Communication need to be had because your happy place is supposed to be your home, if nothing else. So if you want to work, you rather work than come home and be with your family. Something ain't right. Something is not right.
I will always be a firm believer in your house is supposed to feel like a home. No one wants to feel like a prisoner in their own home. No one wants to feel like that their home is not a happy place. And when you come home, it's like it's so much negativity. It's so much um, anger. You know, it's so much tension. And, you know, you just rather stay at work and work all, uh, work all the hours in the world because... You know, when you get in the house, you got to get nags and, and nothing that you do is, is good enough. Nobody wants to feel that. So guess what? Men, if you are having this situation happen in your household, instead of just trying to stay away and consume your life and working, have a talk with your wife. Let me tell you something. If a woman really loves you, they'll try to do whatever it takes to make you happy. And, and when I and, and, and vice versa. If, if, if a lady feels like coming home, you know, is, is, the, is the worst feeling ever because her husband always got something negative to say, or it may feel like a prison, like maybe the person always wants to be controlling, you know, don't want you to do anything, always have an issue about something that you're saying or doing, have that talk. Because once again, communication is the key. And if you're going to be a team, then you have to learn to work together and you have to learn how to talk about stuff instead of running away from the problems, consuming yourself in work, and then eventually, hopefully not, but maybe committing adultery in your marriage. That's the worst thing ever. Once trust is broken, you have nothing else. Um, also, I want to move on to a new segment. I believe that a lot of people are in relationships right now and feel like they can't tell the truth because when they tell the truth the person that they're dealing with gets upset see some relationships people want you to be their yes girls or their yes boys and honestly this is Shanti keeping it 100 I like to be real raw and authentic if the shoe fits I'm a firm believer in then you have to wear it see I'm not here to attack anyone or make anyone upset but sometimes when you say something it hits home or resonates with someone else because that person is you know I'm basically touching something home or you know it's almost like staring at that man in the mirror and having to reflect on some things or have to do some some self you know like you you want to basically develop you want to do some self-development you you like dang she just said something that I know that I'm doing and I want to work on that this is all about self-improvement. This is not to make someone feel like they're a horrible person or they don't want to or, you know, or make them feel bad about who they are. It's about basically looking at yourself and saying, you know what? I need to do better. I want to do better. I don't want to be that wife that every time my husband come home, I'm nagging at him. and He don't have a long day at work. I don't want to be that husband that is constantly getting getting upset with my wife about maybe, you know, not having dinner and not understanding that. Sometimes if she's not making dinner, maybe she had a long day at work. Maybe we can alternate. Maybe sometimes I cook and maybe sometimes my wife cook. I can do, you know what I'm saying? Like, d don't ever make a person feel like what they, how they, they were is was never, you know, good enough. If you have a, a wife that maybe is a stay-at-home mom and she, and she cooks and clean, but maybe one particular day she didn't cook because she maybe had a, a rough day with the child, never make her feel like her day was not, you know, um, rough. For example... You come home, the, the meal hasn't started yet. You're upset. I've been working all day. All you got to do is take care of the baby. Guess what? That's the worst thing you can ever say. Because children are a job. And I'm sure some men, nowadays I'm starting to see men a lot more hands-on with children. I'm loving it. Um, and it's not just the women. Uh, so I feel like a lot of men are starting to respect women more and understand that having a child and, and having to be really responsible for that child, it's not easy as it looks. And just because that woman is not working does not mean that she shouldn't be respected, you know, as a person. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, you still have to respect the fact that she feels like having these children is a blessing. But at the same time, it could be a lot of work. Just like how you worked all day, 
if this person has two to three kids and y'all maybe had three, maybe two kids back to back and one is one and the other one is still on the breast, it could be kind of tough and she may need a break. Just sometimes be courteous. And, and, and that's really what it's all about, being courteous and trying to help one another and be understanding to one another and not judging one another. Um, another thing that I kind of wanted to, to say too, to touch back on, uh, when I was talking about like people want you to be yes girls or yes boys, I'm realizing something. The truth is hurtful for someone who's living a lie. You get what I'm telling you? I can't tell people what they want to hear to make them feel good. Sometimes people want you to tell them what you want them, what they want, what they want to hear to make them feel good. And I'm a, and, and, and honestly, if you want somebody to tell you something to make you feel good and not be honest with you, then that means that you want yes girls and yes boys in your team, on your team. And that means that people are going to always be afraid to say something to you because you're fragile. You're sensitive. And I'm not saying there's nothing against, against being sensitive, but if you're sensitive to the point where nobody can ever tell you anything and every time someone says something to you, you're defensive or you're upset, then guess what? And you, when you start seeing people around you no longer want to be around you, that is why. Nobody wants to be in relationships with people that they feel like they have to walk on eggshells with. Every time I tell you something, you get so angry instead of just listening to what I'm saying. Every time we talk, you're telling me what I'm trying to say when that's not what I mean. A lot of times we have to take the time to listen to our partners and understand what they're saying before you jump to conclusions. Because, see, a person don't always say to say what you want them to say in your way. But that doesn't mean that they don't mean it, mean it in the way that they're trying to say it. You get what I'm saying? I don't let me let me say that again. If I'm telling my husband something and it was received another way, let me have the opportunity to explain to you that I didn't mean it that way. Maybe the way it came off seemed this way, but I really meant it this way. You know, and even with texting, sometimes you could text someone something and you mean no harm, but a text message can be very misleading, too. We all have a past and I know a lot of us have been hurt by something, but I don't want that past to make you feel like you can't get through it. I don't want you to feel like that your past can affect your future. You know, some of us have made mistakes, but guess what? I'm so proud of so many men and women out here that have learned from their mistakes and didn't let maybe a charge or, you know, maybe something that you did bad in, bad, bad in your life back in the day prevent you from, from getting a job. You know, you didn't let society tell you what you can't do. You created your own lane. And I'm starting to see more and more people say, you know what? I'm better than this. I can do better than this. I made a mistake, but this is not the end of the world. You know, my life was not always the best, but guess what? I'm going to use all of that pain that I had in my life and fuel it with positivity. You know, like, yeah, my childhood might not have been the best, but I'm not going to let that, that let that deplete me. I'm not going to allow that to make me not be successful. I'm not going to keep making excuses no more. I'm not going to keep on holding on to, to trauma. I'm going to release this, this stuff. I'm not going to forget about it, but guess what? I'm going to forgive because I want to heal. I'm not going to allow all of these, these things that have happened to me for so many years. Hold, I'm not going to hold on to it anymore. I'm tired of the excuses. I'm tired of feeling down. I'm tired of feeling depressed. I'm tired of feeling so, you know, upset all the time. I'm tired of, you know, making my friends feel uncomfortable when they come around me because I got so many different mood swings. And they don't know if today is a good day. 
you know, I got dang no different personalities. Today I might be Sophina and the next day I might be acting like uh, Gina. You know, I'm just saying like, Sometimes you put your friends and your family on a roller coaster ride with you and then guess and you wonder why sometimes you're alone. I'm the type of person that if I feel like somebody is giving me negative vibes and negative energy, I get distant. And my reason for getting distant is not because I don't love that person, it's to protect you. Because if you're if you're if you're spewing hate and you're being disrespectful and you're not watching your tone, I don't want to have to go there with you. You know because I'm working on me and you know God God is still working with me and I don't want to have to go back to my old self. So if something is triggering me to basically react in a way that I know is not healthy and it goes against everything that I'm doing, then I have to distance myself from that situation. You have to set those boundaries. Sometimes you, you, you when you, you'll start realizing it, cause I'll sit here and think to myself like, okay, what have I done lately? Cause lately I've been feeling bad, upset. I've been feeling a little depressed. I've been feeling sad. What, is going on in my life right now that is causing this type of sadness? What is going on in my life right now that is causing me to feel upset? What is going on in my life right now that's making me not feel like I'm, um, you know, a, a go-getter today? Sometimes it's distractions. Sometimes it's negative energy. Sometimes it's, it's, it's bad vibes, you know? And and you, you, you be on a path of setting boundaries and trying to get stuff done, but sometimes the enemy scoop right on in and he start distracting you with all kind of different situations. You know, and we have to be able to recognize those those circumstances. Now, I can recognize that I can recognize when I'm angry. I can recognize when I'm stressed and I can recognize who are the stressors and who creates the anger and who creates the triggers. And by me recognizing this and recognizing my body, it gives me an opportunity to say, you know what? It's time, Shanti, to, to, to put to put them boundaries back up, to put them walls back up. That person is trying to tear down your walls. That person is trying to get too close to you. That person is trying to make you feel less than. That person is trying to make you feel like everything that you're doing is not right. You know your potential. You know you're smart. No one should be tearing you down when you're uplifting everyone else. So sometimes you got people in your life that you're constantly lifting up and they're constantly tearing you down because they are looking at you as somebody that they are afraid of. It's like, if you're already doing so much, they're like, what else is she going to touch? And it turns into glitter and gold. I am tired of her. Every time I turn around, she got a blessing. I need you to, you know what? And, and I need you to understand something. That's my blessing. That that's something that God give, has given me because I earned it. And if you want a blessing for yourself, I encourage you to let go of all that hate, to let go of all that jealousy, to let go of all that anger and channel that into some positive energy. Because what people don't understand is that, that you, nobody wants to deal with the negative Nancy's. Nobody wants to deal with the people that got bad attitudes all the time. Nobody wants to deal with people that, 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 that messes with your mood. And every time you come around them, they always got something negative to say. They can't never say nothing positive about you. They always got to find something that's wrong with what you got on or how you look. Or they, oh, you should do it this way or you should do it that way. If I ask you for your opinion, I know how, you know, I know what, I know how to ask somebody for their opinion. I know what I want. I don't need you telling me anything. I don't. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with somebody wanting to help you. But I think it's a difference from helping someone. And then always giving them bad, bad criticism. Like, as much as you tell me what I shouldn't be doing, I hope that you're telling me all the good things that I am doing. I need balance here. Because if every time I turn around, you always got something negative to say, and it's never nothing uplifting, then I'm going to need you to get, get on about your business. Because I never asked you for your opinion anyways. Now, I'm coming to you, 
and I'm asking for your advice or I'm telling you a situation about mine, then, then that, that means whatever you say to me, I got to be able to take that. You get what I'm saying? Like, I want people to understand that sometimes people come to a family member and they and they and they vent to them about something and they get upset about what the family members say or what or what the friends say. <clears throat> but I'm here to tell you that if you don't want to if you don't want somebody saying something to you about something, then you shouldn't tell that person anything. I don't know about y'all, but I mean, sometimes things could be a coincidence. I know that. But I mean, how many times am I going to have to believe that it is a coincidence? Like, for example, I call your phone and I'm like, hey, who you around? Is you talking to anyone? You know, um, is this a good time? Because I wanted to talk to you about something, you know. And if you tell me that you're not around anyone and that it's a good time to talk, then I'm going to believe you. So if I'm venting you about something and that's the next thing, you know, I'm getting a phone call from somewhere saying that this situation that I just told you just got out. That's a problem for me, because when I talked to you, I asked you. Who was you around? What your environment looked like? And was this a good time for you? And the reason I ask these questions because I need to know who my loyal friends is, who my loyal family members is, and if I can trust you with certain information. And I'm not going to keep on getting burnt over and over again. You know, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, then I'm a, I'm a darn fool, ain't I? It's like sometimes you tell people stuff and then out of nowhere you hear it from somebody else and it's like you're sitting here and you're thinking to yourself like, it had to be you because I asked you who was you around and you said nobody. And if you was around somebody, I wouldn't have told you the information. That's how I'm set up. I don't know how y'all set up, but I feel like when you're telling people your business, ask them who around. Ask them, is this a good time? Is they by themselves? Because then that will let you know that they're just flat out just telling your business just because they want to. You're telling them not to say something and they just want to say something and they just want to gossip about you. So I think that's very important to know uh, when you're communicating about something that's very, very important, what their surroundings are looking like. Make sure y'all keep that in mind because um, I don't play about people telling my business. When I'm coming to someone and I'm venting to them about something or I'm telling them something out of confidentiality, I'm, the whole reason for me telling you and asking you questions about your environment and who you're around is because I don't want the world knowing my business. And if I want everybody to know my business, then I would have made an announcement to everybody to know my business. So, yeah, I mean, I just want y'all to keep that in mind and and also, I'm going to get ready to start closing closing this up. But I also wanted to say that, you know, I know a lot of times we tend to put off our goals and we tend to put off things that we need to do in our lives. But don't keep doing that. Like, time is passing you by and you deserve to do everything that you've ever wanted to do in your life. Like, right now, while you're listening to Shanti's Keeping It 100, get you a pen and a piece of paper and I want you to jot down one thing that you want to complete this year, one task that you want to, you know, achieve this year. I don't care if it's just a task of your diet. I don't care if it's a task of drinking more water. I don't care if it's a task of, 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 of avoiding negative people. I don't care if it's a task of basically giving you yourself some more me time to yourself. You know, if, if it's just watching maybe one movie a week because you did, that's, that's your way of getting me time. Or if you want to create a business plan, whatever you want to do, Write that one thing down and just achieve it. Like, and then eventually add another task and another task. And then and then you'll see that your board or whatever paper that you wrote it down on. I mean, it don't have to be nothing fancy. I mean, a composition book. Um, I have a vision board. I think I find those very, very um useful. But write it down and then just check off the stuff that you're accomplishing. Or if you don't want to write down one task, write down many things that you want to do. And just start checking them off every time that you complete that task. Sometimes we have to manifest it off of the paper into real life. I don't know if you just heard me when I said 
Sometimes you have to manifest the thoughts that you put on your paper into real life. So you, you know, like they say, when you write it down or whatever, and then you apply what you wrote down on that paper to your life and, and, and keep manifesting it and keep achieving and keep being great or whatever. You have no choice but to blossom. And I want everybody to blossom. I want everybody to level up. This is my firm. This is how I feel about leveling up. And this is how I feel about people that winning. If you're winning and you're leveling up, that's good. That's amazing. Why would I not want people in my circle to do great? Because guess what? A lot of times I'm so busy that I need everybody else around me to be busy. And, and if you make it before me, then guess what? God is good all the time. I'm not going to be mad about you making it before me. You deserve that blessing. You worked hard for your blessing. If your blessing came a little faster than mine, am I going to go cry about it? Am I going to go ask God, why her? Why him? That's selfish. Be grateful for life. Be grateful for what you have. And stop trying to count everyone else's blessings and start counting yours. And if you don't feel like you're getting the blessing that you deserve, talk to God. Take authority over your life and have that talk with God. And observe your life and see what you're doing, too. Because a lot of times we like to blame God. But just like I told y'all to write down one task, you got to start asking yourself, are you completing the task that you're writing down? Are you surrounding yourself around win around winners? Because a lot of times we're not doing any of these things, but we're quick to say, oh, why is it that this person, this person got it? I don't feel like this person deserved this. I don't feel like this person deserved that. Guess what? It doesn't matter what you feel. It's about what God wants for this person. This The only person that knows somebody's heart is God. You can't tell me how my heart is. You can't tell me my pain. You can't tell me my struggle. You can't tell me my drive. You can't tell me why, I'm, why, why I am the person that I am. But God can tell me everything there is to know about me. And the only person that can tell you something is me if I, if I choose to tell you something. So with that being said, I want I to leave you on this note. And I just want to say, Let's start communicating better. Let's start writing down things that we want to, you know, complete this year. Whether it's one task, whether it's 10 tasks, whatever you want to do, you can start off small and then, and, and then go big. You know, it's time to change your life. It's time to, if it's, if it's, if it's changing your diet, if it's, if it's being a better parent, if it's, if it's being a better communicator, whatever you want to change in your life, you can do it. Stop making excuses and telling yourself that, oh, you can't do it because of your past or whatever happened in your childhood. You can't do this and that. No, you can do it. We can all do it. It's time to heal. Get the help that you need if you need the counseling that you need. But let's not make any more excuses and let's start getting things done. And let's start being better than our ancestors. Let's start breaking generational stronghold. And let's start breaking these curses because we don't have to be this way. We can be better than our ancestors. And I believe in y'all. This is your girl, Shanti, and I'm going to always keep it 100. And I'm signing out. Peace, love, and truth all day.